Um, I'm so glad you're, you're with us this morning. Um, Best in Tech has been going for how many years? Eight years. That's ridiculous. For eight years. Um, and this is the first year that we've had the opportunity to be here at Braille Institute. So we thank the Braille Institute folks for opening their doors to us. It's a great facility to have the events. Um, Welcome to all of you. I know many of you, and it's good to see happy, smiling, friendly faces in the crowd. Um, and I heard that there are two or three or four people from STEP. Is that true? Where are they? Give, a, give us a holler. Okay, fantastic. So you guys are doing the right thing. It's... Um, Sometimes we get phone calls from folks who say, I'm just about to start this job, or I'm just about to start school, or I'm just about to whatever, what should I use? Well, you can't, no one can answer that question but you. Only you can determine what the best technology is because nobody else knows how you need to work, what types of tasks you need to accomplish, um, how you like to work, what stuff you like, what stuff you don't like, and you are here figuring that out, and that's very, very important. So I'm really glad to see all of you, but especially you step guys, because this is going to make this kind of event and networking with other blind folks is going to definitely make a difference in the, um, the type of work that, that your success on the job. So I'm really glad to see all of you here especially. Um, we're going uh, to do sort of an overview of what Sweetman Systems stuff is all about. So we've been in business since 1989. Some of you weren't even born yet in eight, 1989. I was seven. Bob, <laughs> Bob, was, Bob was nine. <laughs> Um, and so because of that, we've had an opportunity to meet many of you over the years, and that's been really fun. Um, we, four or five years ago, added Andy Roberts. Some of you have had a chance to meet Andy. Um, he's fantastic, too. So Bob's going to talk a little bit first about some blindness stuff, and then he's going to pass the... Um, microphone over to Andy, and he's going to talk about some low vision stuff. And then if there's time left over, Bob gets the mic again. He was, some of you know, he was a lawyer for about 20 years, so we have to shut him up. So we're, you know, fortunately there's a cutoff time. Um, we'll pass the mic over back over to him, and he can talk about some other stuff if there's still time for that. Um, we are happy to have the opportunity to tell you about the variety of products that we carry because we are not of the opinion that one size fits all. We are very grateful to the manufacturers who have put their trust in us to carry this stuff um, and we want to help you make the right decisions for the technology that you need to use. So I'm going to pass the phone over the phone, the whatever <laughs> the mic. I'm going to thank you. Those big words are hard for me. Hello, I'm uh, Bob Sweetman, and uh, and <laughs> and uh, what I'm going to do is is go through a few of the things that we have, um, Jaws for Windows and the Braille Note Touch and the uh, Braille Sense from Hims, 
and I'll start out with the uh, the uh, a little bit a few of the things that are new in Jaws. Uh, so one thing that they've added that had been taken out in Jaws 17 was the ability to migrate settings from your prior version. So now when you install Jaws 18 and when it runs for the first time, it asks you if you want to install your settings, and that includes your your Braille settings, any place markers you made, uh, any flexible web uh, settings that you've done. All that can come in. Um, there's also the ability in the utilities menu to import and export customized user settings. So if you don't want all your settings imported in, you can import just the ones you want, maybe just the speech settings you had. Um, or uh, if you want to export settings, you could, for example, oh, yes, if you want to export settings, you can um, export the settings to a file and put that on other computers. So, for example, for example, if you're teaching a computer class and you want all the settings to be the same, you can export them and they will all be available on the same computers. There's also the ability to restrict the cursor uh, if a pop-up comes up so that you can keep the PC cursor in that pop-up and, uh, and, and read through it. Um, one thing that is really good for Magic and ZoomText users, ZoomText will work much better with JAWS as of ZoomText uh, 11, uh, is you can, you can uh, move the physical mouse and have the item spoken by JAWS. And that's a quick, you can turn it off quickly. You can do insert spacebar followed by E uh, for mouse echo, and then O would turn it on. If you repeat those steps, O would turn it off. Um, there's improved touch support for tablets, and there's a cool audio ducking feature. Have you ever gotten to a web page and the audio is so loud you, uh, you, can't, you can't hear it? Well, if you do insert spacebar for the layered, the layered key stroke, insert spacebar followed by the letter D, it will... Um, it'll turn audio ducking on. And what that means is if JAWS, if you move around and try to find something on the screen with JAWS, it mutes or silences the audio. So you can find the button, like you're trying to find the pause button, and you've got to reel out audio. It's really hard to do that. So that's, that's a really nice feature. Um, one of the really neat things, and I'm going to show this quickly, is the Vocalizer Expressive 2. Um, it only runs in JAWS 18, so uh, and and but it it lets you download either individual voices or you can download uh, a package for each language that includes a whole num a whole bunch of voices. Uh, and I installed one here for Best in Tech to show it. Uh, so I'm going to do the command is Control Insert S. Lets you change your voice profile. So I'll do that now. Select the voice profile dialog, the vault, combo box, eloquent. That's louder than me. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to press uh, B, B for best in tech, and I'll press enter. Folder view list view. Not selected Mozilla Firefox. It's kind of loud. I'll turn it down a little bit. Uh, but what's really nice about these voices is um, that they're very... They're very, um, very responsive. If I, if I start a Microsoft Word document... All control W. And I'll wait for it to come up. 
Uh, it supports the higher pitch and capitalization. And notice that is uh, is is a higher pitch. So it's got a it's got a very nice reading voice, and there's 19 English voices you can choose from. Um, the other thing that you can do is assign a different voice in the package to the JAWS cursor. So if I route the um, PC cursor, if I t- turn on the JAWS cursor, JAWS cursor, I have that as a separate voice. So it's really, really clear. Now is the time. Now is the time. And that's now reading the, the JAWS time. cursor. When I go back to the PC cursor, PC cursor, I'm back to the PC cursor. Um, when you remember that when you uh, set up a voice profile. Uh, that will stay even if you turn off your computer until you change it. So if I want to go back to my normal voice, I can just do the control insert S, S again. Menus. Select a voice. Eloquence. Go back to eloquence. Come on. Okay. Yep, it's back. So uh, then eloquence will come back uh, when I start the machine. So you can, it, it, it's very flexible, they're very neat. Uh, and they're small, so you can have a whole bunch of voices in one package. They use the same kind of voices that you get with the iPhone and iPad and things like that. Um, the other neat things are there's better support for Google Docs. You can actually type in Braille, grade 2 Braille, in Google Docs. Um, and uh, there's very much in, in when Zoom Text 11 comes out, Zoom Text will work with JAWS. So, for example, if you do insert down arrow, it used to be that with Zoom text, uh, the, the cursor wouldn't track. Now it will track uh, with what's being read. And in addition, if you're doing work on the Internet, it will show, uh, it will show which uh, links are highlighted, and, and you'll be able to see where, where you are and, and listen to it at the same time. Also, Magic 14 is, is coming out, and that will work uh, much better with JAWS also. So... I'm going to let um, Andy take over, and after Andy, I'll, I'll talk about some of the changes in, in note-takers. Good morning. Oh, thank you. Nice to see all of you guys. Normally, it's just me and you in your home working on your computer. <laughs> something broke, Andy. So now we are going to talk about something new with Sweetman Systems. Uh, well, not exactly new. We've always carried uh, a few low-vision products, but now we are carrying some more. We carry from Humanware, Hims, and Freedom Scientific now. Uh, CCTVs, digital video magnifiers. We have the Humanware's Prodigy uh, line that includes the Prodigy Connect 12, the Prodigy Duo uh, CCTV with the uh, detachable hand magnifier. Uh, from HIMS, we have the eBot Pro, which is excellent for uh, school settings where you need distance viewing and also a near view on your desk. Uh, it offers OCR so that you can scan your school documents. All the menus of that device talk as well, so you could technically use it even if you had no vision. Um, from, uh, I'm sorry, I just blanked. <laughs> Freedom Scientific, we carry the Topaz PhD which is a mobile CCTV. It comes in 15-inch and 13-inch. It folds down, runs on battery. You can take it with you from class to class. I had one client who did 
quilting, and she needed something that wasn't the huge topaz that sits on your desk and never moved, but she liked to carry it from room to room. So she would bring it into her sewing room, sew her quilts, and then bring it back out into her kitchen where she read her newspapers and mail. So we have a variety of different solutions um, that we like to show. And as Sue was saying earlier, we do not believe in one size fits all. We want you to play with everything that's available that we have and to decide what's going to work best for you. We will not ever try to sell you on one product because we think you need to buy it. We want you to know that you want it because it works. Um, so that's our new Low Vision stuff. Come on by the table. I'm happy to show you any of those things. Uh, I have a good amount of them here. I don't have everything. If you would like a more in-depth demonstration of all our products, we have a space in our office now where we demo our low vision devices and our braille products and our computers. So if you want to come by and see what your options are as you find your way to independence with your technology, uh, call us or send Sue an email and we can set up an appointment for you to come by and check out everything. Uh, the next thing I'd like to talk about, I'm going to start with a question. Who has an iPhone? It's okay. You can clap for the iPhone. It's a great device. The awesome part about the iPhone is that it offers us the ability to have our assistive technology with us constantly. And as we announced at CSUN, some of you were there in our suite, we came out with an app this year called Pocket Recorder. All right, I got one clap. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody got it. <laughs> Who takes a uh, class and goes and listens to lectures? Okay, I know more than you, more than five people go to school in this room. <laughs> uh, our app is uh, very uh, simple, it's very easy to use, very quick. Uh, we have designed it from the ground up to just be an easy app to have on your phone. It was created with the speed and ease of use in mind. Many applications can be very difficult to navigate uh, with voiceover, and so we really thought hard about uh, recording and just wanting to get into an app, get recording, get in, get out with what you need right away. The cool part with this recorder is that it saves your recordings on the phone. You have access to all your recordings. They can be named with your voice using voiceover. You double tap on the screen and it will capture whatever you want to call your recording. Double tap again, and it just names it for you. It's uh, in a searchable list, so you can have access to any of your recordings anytime. Uh, the other sweet feature is that it uploads to Dropbox. If you use Dropbox, you can set it to sync automatically. So you take your phone to class with you, you get your recording of the lecture, and if you're sunk with Dropbox, yes, I use the word sunk, Sue makes fun of me for making up words, but I do it. Um, it is automatically on your computer, so you don't have to share anything like that. Coming in December, uh, we plan to bring the share sheet that is in many other applications that allow you to email and text. Um, so we're hoping that you can use that to share your recordings as well as email them to, say, a teacher or a classmate that wasn't able to make the lecture or something like that. Um, so look for that update. Pocket Recorder, it's free. And as I was going to say, Pocket Recorder is in the App Store. It's $9.99. A lot of people shrug like, ah, why 
this application has no pro version. It has no in-app purchases. It has no advertisements. You buy it once, that's it. You get every update that comes following. Uh, we're constantly um, listening for feedback of things that people would like to see in the application. Um, so go ahead and check it out. Um, give it a look. Uh, it has been doing very well. And a lot of our users have spread the word, and I'm happy to say that we are selling Pocket Recorder in Canada, the UK, Israel, Norway, Sweden, Turkey, South Africa, Australia, and Europe. <laughs> so thank you to you guys for spreading the word and for being loyal customers supporting us. We really appreciate it, and we really value you, and we're thankful for you. I'm going to pass this back over to Bob because I am not as interesting as he is, and here he is. Um, <laughs> well, I'd like to talk a little bit about the note takers, and uh, and uh, we have the uh, Braille Note Touch in our booth as well as the Braille Sense, the Braille Sense, uh, the 32 cell, and the 18 cell Braille Sense. Um, there have been some recent developments I'll, I'll mention about the Braille Note Touch. It now has an application called KeyMath, which lets you write Nemeth in a math editor and then paste it into your Word document. And then if you display the Word document as a PDF doc file, it shows it on the screen of the Braille Note Touch. And also, if you're plugged into a monitor, it also um, shows it on the monitor. Um, the KNFB Reader has now been added to the Braille Note Touch as a free upgrade. So you can take a picture of a handout, and it will read it back to you, and you can also read it in Braille. Um, there's now uh, the Braille Sense has had Braille Terminal Mode for a long time. Now the Braille Note Touch has Braille Terminal Mode uh, for the iPhone or for a computer running JAWS for Windows. And so you can actually use it as a braille display on your machine. Um, and also, you can now edit key BRF files. For example, the, if you get a BRF file, there's a program called Key BRF that lets you read them, and that was in the first version, but you can also uh, now edit them by, uh, and, 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 and so if you, if you turn on editing mode, um, it will let you edit the. Uh, it will let you edit the the uh, the BRF files. Um, so, um, if you want to look at both the Braille Sense and the Braille Note, come on by our booth and take a look at them. Um, it really uh, kind of kind of you know because people have different needs and different preferences, and so we encourage them uh, all of you to look at all the devices and then. Uh, and then decide which one worked best for you. Um, we also carry the uh, uh, Focus Braille display from Freedom Scientific as well as Open Book. Um, the Focus Braille display, in fact, I was just, it can connect with either Bluetooth or it can connect by, um, by it can connect uh, via USB. And, and I was just noticing, I, I forgot that I was connected to my computer, and so the document I was reading. Uh, I was starting to type on this computer. I went and sat down at the table, and it was on the Braille note. I mean, the Braille, the focus Braille display. So that was kind of cool. <laughs>
We also carry the open book program, and that is just, I, I, don't, I think there's an update in, in progress right now that will make it work with the, some of the newer uh, Windows 10 computers. We're having some trouble with the scanning, but they uh, have solved that problem, and that will be out in the very new f near future um, so that you'll have the same support that you had for the Windows 7 and uh, earlier Windows 10 computers in the newer uh, in the newer computers as well. Um, we also have at our at our booth a surface with JAWS running on it. So if you want to take a look at the touch cursor in JAWS 18, because they have enhanced the touch cursor quite a bit, and actually you can you can use the um, the uh, on-screen keyboard kind of like you would on an iPhone, where you uh, pick your finger up and it inserts the letter. Um, that now is available on tablets as well as the ability to, uh, to uh, use your uh, power button and volume up button to turn on JAWS instead of Narrator, which is kind of a cool feature that was added in, uh, in JAWS 18. So um, I'm going to have Andy finish up with a few uh, more details on, a few more details on product. What we didn't mention, just to make sure that none of you leave early, is that there are once once they start the um, the main sessions where the users are speaking for a few minutes, uh, my favorite tech of the year or whatever that's called. Um, there will be several door prize giveaways, so we are giving away. So stay tuned because there we have two promo codes for Pocket Recorder, um, and if um, if Thomas Olzak or Mark Hanohano wins one of those, they're going to give it to one of their students, I'm pretty sure. Um, and there's also a Victor Reader stream. So stay tuned, because those are the, those are the giveaways. Don't, don't leave early, because if they call your name, you're just out of luck. Um, questions. How about questions? It is. There is no Android version for Pocket Recorder. Sorry. So uh, some of the features of Pocket Recorder, uh, the differences. I'll just talk about my app because I don't want to, you know, bash any other app. You know, you all, like we said in the beginning, we don't want to force you guys to any one product. Our product, uh, Pocket Recorder, records in the format of M4A. Who's heard of M4A? Okay. So as you know, it's a very high-quality uh, recording method. Uh, it, it's basically the next version of MP3. It's better. Um, people tend to think that MP3s are smaller than M4A, which is not exactly the case. They may be a little bit smaller, but you're really trading off a high amount of quality when you record an MP3. So we decided to go with the higher quality um, and use maybe a little bit more space, but it's not much. It's very um, not noticeable. Uh, the uh, the recordings will save in a list in the app. So you, as, as I said before, you can name them, you can rename them, you can search for them within the app. And if you have your Dropbox connected, it will go straight to your Dropbox automatically. There's no extra step needed. Um, the apps or the uh, recordings are there on your phone, but there is an option in the settings to get rid of all the recordings at one time. If you're running out of space on your phone, I know some people get 16 gigabyte phones and they're unable to keep a lot of files on there. So that we did consider that. Um, also, as I said, the update's coming out to where we can start sharing these recordings through emails and texts and other methods to get the recordings off the phone. 
The difference between voice memos, I mean, voice memos is already on your phone, it's free. But when you open voice memos, you have to swipe seven times to get down to the record button. With Pocket Recorder, right when you open the app, it's on the record button. You can also tell Siri, open Pocket Recorder, and then double tap to start recording once the record button is up. So we have kind of just gone through your typical recording process and filtered out all the unnecessary parts of the menus to where you can record as quickly as possible. The question was, is there an, an ability to trim your recordings? Uh, so if you wanted to edit it, maybe chop off the beginning or chop off the middle where someone asks a silly question in class and you're like, I don't want that in my recording. I'm not sure uh, about Bluetooth microphones, but there are adapters to the lightning port, and all the microphones I spoke of except for one plug directly into the lightning port, so you don't need an audio jack for those microphones. Okay, remember, stay to the end for the door prizes, right? And we're going to go over to our table in a moment, so we're happy to answer questions there, just not all of you all at once, okay? We will see you over at the booth.